millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Editor, please put in the PlayStation 2 startup sound right now. Hello, Goat Gang, and welcome to what has been described as the greatest podcast on earth, Goats. I'm Seb Lark, and with me, as always, are two people I saw only last weekend, and who I'm 90% sure aren't on any kind of register, Vinny and Michael. Before we get started, there's a few housekeeping bits. If you want to listen to this episode and every other episode of Goats ad-free, don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash the goats podcast, where you will also get to watch early the full video length unedited version of this episode with all the bits that we try and cut out because they're either offensive or not very funny. However, if you're feeling the cost of living squeeze, we get it. We are too. You can also support the show by following us on Instagram at the goats pod and by leaving us a five star review on your podcast player of choice. And if you are going to subscribe to the Patreon, you can also listen to an exclusive only for the Patreon episodes where we three talk about how we met, what's better, roast dinner or fry up. Who's got the nicest cock. Who's got the nicest cock and the origins of the name Mork. So yeah, listen to that. It's a Patreon exclusive. And we recorded it in a proper studio, so it sounded really nice. Hell yeah. We had a producer and everything. He was asleep <laughs> on the job, but he was there. Yeah, for fuck's sake. He fell asleep and then started snoring during the edit. That's hilarious. Yeah, I had to kick him out. That's very Goat funny. producer. To be fair, yeah. Right, anyway, how are you both doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I finally got the eyeliner off of me. Oh, fuck Fucking me. Hell. Same. <laughs> yeah, that was that caked took me a on. Caked on. Um, yeah. Fuck and... me, yeah. Yeah, now I'm I'm enjoying a JLL with you boys, so I'm having a good time. What about you, Mork? Um, yeah, I have fully recovered from the weekend. Monday morning, I was feeling like the last thing I wanted to do was go to work. I was like, fuck this <laughs> yep. shit. It's pissing yep. down. I'm outside. No, thank you. But nah, it was sick seeing you boys. Yeah, I'm right. Nothing too exciting to report. Liverpool beat the only unbeaten team in Europe last night, so hooray for us. Probably get spanked by spurs on the weekend but you know we move (laughs) (laughs) ups and downs isn't it peaks and drops 
you wouldn't have uh you wouldn't see beauty if you uh if you never seen ugly would you so do you know what i mean and liverpool are ugly at the moment they are well very very ugly <laughs> I don't think we're that. I think we're still bangable mm. on a good day with a makeup on. We're we're like we'll pass, pass for a seven. Well, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so beginning with Ralph Bear and the Magnavox Odyssey in 1972, games consoles have become a staple of the home entertainment industry, with around three million consoles sold in the UK alone last year and 30 million games. There's no doubt that console gaming has gone from nerd culture to beyond mainstream. But which console is best? Is it the cool, edgy, sleek PS2? Is it the alien-inspired original Xbox? Or is it the universally loved Wii U? (laughs) Well, I don't fucking know. I didn't have a telly till I was 12. Uh, (laughs) But I do know two big old nerds who can give me a hand and, and help me with the answer. So who's going first? I can go first. Happy days. Before I start, I just thought there'd be interesting to an interesting point I found. I realized so obviously we always the standard is to um, you know for a go episode is to look it up right to look up like what the internet is saying just to see what sort of answers are out there. You know, yeah. Unless you've got like a clearly defined answer in your head, unless Quick, yeah, quickly like, yeah. well, I don't know, I've never heard of a conspiracy. What is the best conspiracy ever? Or like I did with yeah. the Watch Mojo video, just get absolutely suckered in, yeah, just be lied to, yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. happens to the best of us? <laughs> so obviously, I did this, I did it for this one because there are just so many great consoles. But the thing I noticed is every single article on the front page of Google had a different answer for number one, yeah. which led me to believe mm. that it completely depends on which generation you grew up in. Because like when I was talking to my mates, we were, they were all saying like, they were like, oh, you know, the PS2 was great, the Xbox 360, the, the Wii maybe, the DS. And I realized all of these were the consoles we grew up with. So I was like, oh, okay. Like I, cause I, my mind went straight to that generation anyway, as well. And the thing is, I was like, okay, I need to be objective about this because, like, my favorite console of all time is the GameCube, but, like, I wouldn't call that the best console of all time. But it's still my favorite just because I grew up with it, you know? But, yeah, so that's just a little... That's a little pre- precursor to what you've what you're, what you got to say. Mm-hmm. So, Vinny, are you ready to go? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to goat? I'm ready to goat. When you think of classic video game consoles, what do you think of? NES. NES, yeah. SNES. SNES, yeah. Sega Mega Drive. Pong. Pong consoles. The original PS1. Dreamcast. Could be, it could be the Atari 2600 if you're old enough as well. Sega Genesis. Atari 5200. Sega Mega Drive. Naming a lot of consoles now from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when, when I think of a classic console, my mind does just go straight to the NES. The classic NES, the thing with fucking Mario and fucking Tetris on and Zelda and whatnot. But yeah, it was literally, that console was ridiculous for the time. It was a milestone in gaming, and it basically single-handedly reboomed the video game market, which had crashed in 1983. Mm. And yeah, it brought classics like Zelda and Tetris and Metroid and Mario to the forefront. But the thing about the 80s is that gaming was still quite a new thing, and so... No one had really perfected, or not many people had perfected the art of designing a good game at that point. And like, yes, there are still classics that do hold up, like today, like, for example, the original Super Mario Bros. 
one, two, and three. It's still great games to this day. Mm. There is so much shit on the NES. That is <laughs> yeah, abhorrent. It's terrible. Can I um steal a quote from Gennaro Gattuso for that? Like to sum up the NES library. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, exactly. Because no one knew how to make games at that point. Yeah. It's still a new thing. But in 1991, Nintendo, they made a sequel to the classic NES. The SNES. And it... The SNES. (laughs) The Super Nintendo. Two. (laughs) (laughs) NES 2, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it was bigger and better in every single way. But that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about the PC. So, the PC was invented No, in... no. No, you're fucking not. You little... You've done it again. You Are you, are you joking? Yeah. Thank God for that. I actually would have walked out. Because when you said about that in the car drive back from London, I was like, I was like, oh, don't do that. And then when I thought about it, I was really fuming. I was really like, if he fucking does that, I'm actually going to kill him. I'm 100% going to kill him. Yeah, I I did just... I remember, like, I was thinking I could do the PC, and then I looked up, is the PC actually a games console? And Google just said no, and I was like, okay, I won't then. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. I was like, how you can't say simulation theory is not alternative history and then come come in here and say the PC is a game console. I was like, you're not, <laughs> nah, you're not doing it, mate. <laughs> yeah, if it, if it was, I think, I think objectively it would be the best because it, it just does everything and better and also emulates everything and better but anyway i didn't pick the pc i didn't pick the pc i obviously picked the super nintendo right so the super nintendo let's get down to brass tacks friend of the show that quote you had one at some point didn't you yeah i did actually this is actually why i decided to talk about it because i actually played it yeah which is good that foreign film thing has scarred me so yeah you yeah. <laughs> constantly like shit i better not talk about something that i've never like interacted with otherwise hitler's gonna pardon me for crimes i didn't commit <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> damn you did you have a snares like when i was 16 oh so you bought a snares because it was the snares not because it was like you didn't get like you didn't um inherit a snares or something like that no, I just got like really into retro gaming when I was like fourteen or fifteen, yeah. and like I just got a Super Nintendo with some really good games on it for Christmas. And I remember Mork, you had a original. Obviously, you know, hanging out with Vinny every day, I was exactly the same. So I bought a NES with a bunch of NES games. Festus Quest. Yeah, Festus. Quest. Some of the shit classic ones that we like to like have fun about. And I actually sold it not that long ago, a few years back, and I wish I hadn't because. It seemed it was you know it was a lot of money for a fucking like forty year old console, but I got one hundred and seventy, one hundred and eighty quid or something for it, and I was like, at the time I never used it, so I was like, oh, it's great. But now I'm like, oh, I should have kept it because it had it, it was unique. It had a special PAL switch, so you could play like European and North American games. Like, oh, which really? Ninety percent of NES is didn't have yeah. So and I think and I only really like looked into it after I'd sold it, and like the guy I sold it to definitely fucking saw me coming and was like. Oh, oh give it like it gave me like an offer that I thought would be brilliant, but it was probably worth a hell of a lot more. So I regret that. Yeah, I think that would have been worth a lot more than you're expecting. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But yeah, Super Nintendo. I'm just going to start off with arguably the most important thing about a console, that being its controller, because that's like the thing you're touching, the thing that you physically feel. You know, if it feels like shit, then you're going to have a shit experience. 
Mm. And there is nothing more classic, which I will be using that word quite a lot, classic than the original Dogbone SNES controller. It took the simplistic design of the NES controller, smoothed it out with some round edges with, for the comfy feel in your hands, added an extra two buttons on the face, so it has A, B, and also X and Y now. And it was the first controller ever to have shoulder buttons. Was it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, shoulder buttons, extremely ingenious way of just uh, allowing the player to easily press more than a few buttons at the same time. Like, it's, it just it makes sense when you think about it, but like... Everyone just has, you know, used it ever since. And the same thing with the the, the four buttons on the right as well, because everyone uses that and everyone's been using that ever yeah. since as well. And now it's evolving even more because now like controllers, like, I bought a new Xbox controller last year with buttons on the back because why not yeah. fucking put bu- yeah. secret buttons on the back so you can press even more shit and do yeah, ma- he- other mad stuff. Like soon there's just going to like a foul like everywhere. <laughs> like one for every finger. <laughs> I did see, I did see it. A- a controller recently on the channel linus tech tips which is like you put your hand in like it's hard, it's not a glove it's like it looks like a sort of a scorpion you put your hand and each finger goes into like a little bracket and then mm. your palm rests and each finger movement is a different like macro it's called the scorpion and it looks mad apparently it's really good for certain games like stuff like MMORPGs where you need to bind like a million different spells and stuff. Sure. But apparently for um, FPS games and stuff like that, it's absolutely dog shit. I bet it's awful for like racing games. Yeah, I imagine so. But yeah, Super Nintendo controller. It's classic. Shoulder buttons. Fantastic. Four buttons on the right. Amazing. Great. Quality. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's... That's it. That's my. That that That's my whole thing. No, that, that. <laughs> that, that concludes my section on the controller. <laughs> you, you bastards. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> what else is important with the console? The library of games. That's also very obvious. And the SNES has, in my opinion, the best library of 2D games ever made. With a lot of these games even being dubbed the best in their franchise, mm. such as Super Metroid. Zelda A Link to the Past, Super Mario Bros. World, Mega Man X, Donkey Kong Country. A lot of these games did get their start on the NES, but in my opinion, they were perfected on the SNES. Castlevania? Yeah, Super Castlevania 4 is my favorite Super Nintendo Mm. game. I love that game so much. Mm. And the SNES was also home to most of the greatest JRPGs of all time, such as Super Mario RPG, Earthbound, Final Fantasy III, and a game that I've seen top a shit ton of best JRPG lists is Chrono Trigger, which I'm not a massive fan of JRPGs, really. It's not really my genre, but I've played Chrono Trigger and it's really fucking good. Like, mm. if there's any game that could turn anyone into any sort of JRPG, like, I think Chrono Trigger is definitely up there. It's so fucking good. And it maybe has the best soundtrack of any game I've ever played. Maybe. Very, very good soundtrack. Better than FIFA. Mm, FIFA's kind of cheating because it's just yeah, like it's a true. playlist. It's real songs, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Better than Need for Speed Underground 2. No. Rise in no. the storm. All I remember from that game was um, to the windows, to the walls. To the walls. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking great game that is. That what is a great game. game. Mm-hmm. The SNES, it even had early 3D. That's right. With use of its Mode 7, it kind of simulated three dimensions without 
actually having three dimensions i think i don't really know the maths behind it but i think early wolfenstein and like doom and stuff like that i think it was that yeah. sort of effect and that gave us amazing games like f-zero and star fox which in my opinion i think they do hold up really well today compared to other early 3d games i mean they won't hold up against like a you know a modern modern title obviously but compared to other early 3d games they look a shit ton better mm, and for the time oh yeah yeah for sure for the time it must have been fucking ball blowing and mode 7 was also implemented in 2d games on the console to give it that extra something to the visuals and uh, an example I remember uh, being in Super Castlevania 4 where it's like a tunnel level and it's like rotating as you like go through it. It's like, so you're on a 2D thing, like platforms and like the whole background is like a rotating like tower. It's really fucking mm, cool. Mm, it looks mm, so mm. cool. And as the SNES was the last console before 3D really started to take off massively with like, you know, the N64 and PlayStation especially, it was home to all of the best 2d games and these 2d games ended up inspiring all the indie developers later on in a market that became overly saturated with hand-holded hand-holding 3d open worlds these developers took the visual charm and the simplicity from the snes era and made their own uniquely incredible games such as shovel knight or celeste hollow knight cuphead undertale stardew valley these are just a few Celeste Minecraft. is such a good game. Holy fuck, Celeste is good. Yeah, so good. Really good. I got it for free on um well, you know that Epic Games just they're so desperate for for yeah. um they just give games away. I got it on that. It's so good. Re- like just one of the best games I've ever played. All of these games have their inspirations from Super Nintendo titles. And I have some examples here like Hollow Knight borrows a shit ton from Super Metroid. Stardew Valley borrows the entire game from Harvest Moon, and Undertale is very much inspired by Earthbound. So yeah, the SNES is the, in all caps, the, T-H-E, classic console in my eyes. It was way more innovative than it needed to be, with timeless visuals that still hold up great today, and audio capabilities which allows devs to make some of the best gaming soundtracks ever made. It inspired a generation of game developers to kick the current trends of shallow, gritty, 3D, hand-holding, quick-time event, quote-unquote, games to carve their own Press path. Press F to pay respects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 to carve their own path and make more niche and inventive mechanics and designs. And the SNES had maybe the greatest library of games, which, in my opinion, really do hold up massively and impressively to this day. And uh, my last bit was on... I actually really wanted to pick the Nintendo Switch because I also think it's crazy innovative and it's also so fucking good. brimming with a shit ton of quality exclusives and there's loads of you know older games that could just be ported to yeah, it and yeah, have yeah, been. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic console, but the thing is I haven't played much of the Switch, even though we have one upstairs and I think it's mostly due to the fact that I'm not a big fan of the controller. Mm. It's just my personal taste, I think. So I, you know, I was going to pick the Switch, but just be happy that I picked something I do have experience with. You know, yeah. again. Because yeah. you'd be like, what's your favourite Switch game? And you'll be like, uh... Yeah, I'd, I'd be talking about, like, Breath of the Wild and Odyssey, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, have you played them? No? no. <laughs> the thing is, is it the Switch is phenomenal. Like, it is so good. Like, yeah. I think the Nintendo have just consistently made good consoles. 
Like, there isn't a single whiff other than the Wii U. Yeah. And actually, the Wii U was quite good. It was just people felt stung by the Wii. And even the Wii was quite good. It just wasn't what people wanted. No, I thought the Wii was epic. I fucking love the Wii, but the Wii U was just, like, overly complicated with this weird big controller. Like, it took... Yeah, I, I don't know. No, the but Wii the U Wii was U just... was basically the Switch. Like, that. It, Breath of the Wild was made for Wii U. Yeah. And, like, a lot of really good Switch games were made for Wii U. It just didn't take off in the same way. It just it just was a bit of, like... I think people felt oversaturated by the Wii, and I still mm, think, like, fair. as much as people liked the Wii, it wasn't quite what people thought it was going to be. Mm. It was good, but, like, it never quite, like, lived mm. up to expectations. And so the Wii U... If they'd called it something else, like the Nintendo GamePad... People would have bought it in droves. Mm, it was just that Wii name, I think, was just like people were a bit sus. I think also it's just the fact that the controller was like this big bulbous fucker. That's like, yeah, it's portable, <laughs> but it's like, what if you just want to play on your TV? It's like, you have to hold this fucker. But it's like, I think the Switch, they, they just took the Wii U and they just made it 10,000 times better. It's basically. so good. I would say as well, like the Wii was like, we were talking about this as well, weren't we, Vinny? Like the Wii was like a family console. It was like yeah. aimed at like, like well, yeah. I remember when we when we got one for Christmas, we got one as a family. Like I didn't get one for me to play. Like it was like the family console, and most of the games were tailored around that. Like the Wii isn't a console you sit and you think, oh, I'm, I'm going to play some Wii by myself now, like and have some bit me time. And no, chill out. not at all. It's a party thing, yeah. Yeah, which was fine. Everyone fucking loved it. Everyone loved getting the boys around and doing some Wii Sports bowling. But then I guess when the Wii U came out, people might have been a bit like, I want to play a game after myself. And it felt like maybe they just kept in the same direction. Yeah. When people wanted something different. And I guess the Switch is like the best of both worlds, isn't it? And that's why probably one, another reason why it's so good and popular. Not that I've ever played it either. <laughs> <laughs> or but, Well, we have. Golf with your friends. Oh, We've golf with your friends is a fucking that. blast, yeah. And we played tennis as well. Oh, yeah, we did play tennis. That was a good laugh. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, also great. Yeah. The only criticism I have of the Wii is that I feel like someone goes, Nintendo, can we put, I don't know, Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch? And they're like, yeah, you can try. Just see what it looks like. Yeah. And if it's absolute garbage, they'll just let it go through anyway. Like, I am shocked by some of the games that get onto Nintendo Switch. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it could play Battlefield 5. Mm. And then you buy it and it objectively can't. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Well, the yeah. Wii was exactly the same as that. Like, I had, like, FIFA 11 on the Wii, and it was so bad. I'll, and I also had it yeah. on my, like, 360, and it was, like, perfect, fine. Yeah. But on the Wii, it was, like, just fucking horrendous. They'll be like, this game's called Anime Titty Sucking 5, and then Nintendo's like, does that have any porn in it? And they're like, no. And they're like, oh, great. Just let it through. <laughs> I've seen games on the Switch store, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it's, like, literally called, like, Big Tip Fucking Volleyball 5. And I'm like... <laughs> The dead or alive, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you download it then, Seb? Well, it was a good game, actually. <laughs> it's, good, it's, good, it's called Big Tit Anime 5. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, like, I'm always like, how has this been allowed on? Like, you're supposed to be the family console, and there's literally anime titties all over the screen. Do you know what? I think it's because of Bayonetta. I reckon Bayonetta, because mm. that was on the Wii, and that was, like, very sexualized, and it... It, I think it did really well. It blew up and everyone was like... It did. I mean, it's a great game. And they were like, fuck it, let's just, you know, we'll just get more money if we just allow everything. Yeah. Why not? Anyway, moving on. But Vinny didn't even pick the Switch because it's rubbish. Yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> so fucking hell, that was it's not the 15 go. minutes on the Switch, a, a pick that Vinny didn't pick. <laughs> <laughs> great. 
That's, that's down the drain. <laughs> Hello, patrons. Fuck off everyone else who's not listening. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you done, Vinay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was done a while ago. <laughs> well, thank you, Vinny. That was a very compelling argument. I hope you can save it in the edit. Nope. Yeah, I I've never played on an actual SNES, but as you know from coming around recently, I do have an emulator which I uh, use to play legally obtained <laughs> SNES games, mm-hmm. and I have to say I very enjoy some of those titles, mm. uh, particularly Big Anime Teddy Beach Ball Four. So, on that note, we need to do a middle bit. Play the middle bit jingle. Sev's recent middle bits. This I'm not saying they're bad, but they are wild. This could be anything. On the subject of big anime titties. Yeah, oh, here we go. <laughs> I have gone on the uh, website rule34.com. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> I refuse. I'm fucking razzing you, mate. That's oh, not the middle bit. God. So the middle bit that I thought would be fun to play was a game that I stole from the channel Mr. Sunday Movies. I don't know if any of you have seen it. He's really funny. He has a great podcast with his mate. And in that podcast, he makes his mate guess great films, like critically acclaimed films, from their worst reviews. Right. So I thought it'd be fun to make you guess great video games from the worst reviews I could find on Metacritic. Okay. Sounds fun. All these games are from the top 50 video games ever made. Ever. Right. And all you have to do is name the title. Now, I'm not going to keep on top of these scores, so you need to do that yourselves. Like last time, if you can give me the franchise, so for instance, if it was... Call of Duty. Yeah, then I would give you one point. But if you could tell me the exact game, I'll give you five. Right. All right? Do you understand the rules? Yes. This first game is for Michael. This review was was written by... uh, It either says... 
eat this dream or eat his dream or e eat a history. I think right. it says eat this dream. Anyway, I'll read the review. Whether it's ollieing over the homeless, murder victims, or riding through little literal animal excrement, this game fails to pass itself pass itself off for little more than digitized urine. No matter how good you claim to be at video games, this game will cut you down to size. You'll spend the majority of your gameplay hours either pressed up against a wall you're unable to ride or bailing to your death because you collided with an invisible polygon. If roaming around a sandbox with a list of chores is what you're into, then you'll love this. But don't pretend that any available geometry is skate-worthy at all. Right, so this is a Tony Hawk game. Bing! One point. It's either going to be Tony Hawk Underground or like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Because you said homeless, I'm, I'm thinking that's the raw one. I'm thinking Tony Hawk Underground. Vinny, would you like to steal? Don't know, Pro Skater 3. Pro Skater 2, unfortunately. Close, but no cigar. So, V-Dog, this next question is for you. This comes from Vectis99. His review, or her review, or their review, says this. Outdated and bland. While this may have at one time presented new and interesting ideas, They are not all engaging or fantastic from a modern perspective. Coupling this with poorly executed mechanics, frustrating tedium and an uninteresting world, this game is best passed up for future games in the series or even for other games entirely. That's fucking tough. Mine was easy. That's really vague because you're... Yeah, Morgan was (laughs) like, yeah, about riding and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's definitely a skating game. um, This is just like, say how boring it is. I think you have to give him a clue, Sab. I think the bit about other games in the series, mm. and also I've played this game, and it's not in here, but I would say the camera mechanic is notoriously frustrating. Oh, Super Mario Kart also came out in the SNES. I forgot to mention that. Sorry. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that got its start in the SNES as well. I, I can't... I, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's not Super Mario Kart. I'll give you that with me. <laughs> oh, oh. Slap. <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, I don't know if I know any video games. I can give you a big clue. Okay. But I'll have to allow Michael to potentially buzz in at the same time because it's a huge clue. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is widely regarded as the greatest game of all time. Like, if you ask any nerd... On any list, they will say, that's just the greatest game of all time. Resident Evil 4. No. I'm done. <laughs> uh, so I'm probably going to kick myself for this. I don't know, Bioshock. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, I thought it was a Zelda game, but... <gasps> I thought it was. I thought it might have been a Zelda game. Oh, Fuck. You Sorry. fucking love that game, Vinny. I do love it. It's a great game. We've already established that. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 2009 is the greatest game of all time. Oh, God, yeah, we did do that. Yeah. Oh, God, that left a stink in my mouth. I have to say that. 2009 now as well, because there's a new one that came out, like, last week. That's true, because they're so original. Yeah, um, wait. <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty 21 or whatever the fuck they're on now. <laughs> it's outrageous. Um, so, I should point out as well, I've tr- I tried to tailor each game, so I've done it deliberately, so I think that the person answering would get it, but right. I fear I may have judged Vinny to be more nerdy than he actually is so i'm sorry Vinny, if your questions are a little bit difficult sweet uh, michael's got like the you know the kids version of like um what's that game <laughs> trivial pursuit where it's got like the kids questions <laughs> uh, you just eat the pizza slices 
to yeah, our um, cheese. <laughs> so, Michael, this is for you. This is from John S. Mm. Graphics could be better. Appeals to children with a need for porn and violence. Appeals to teenagers with a need for porn, violence and cars. Appeals to adults with a need for porn and violence. Grow up. I know what it is. It's going to be a GTA. But ding Graphics are shit. Porn and violence. GTA Vice City. What ah uh, V Dog. San Andreas. What ah uh, GTA Four. Ah. GTA Four's got good graphics. Not according to John S. It's a bit grey looking. Yeah, it is a bit. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, v Dog, you're up next. This game uses play mechanics from a ten year old game and graphics from a five year old game, and it doesn't even have a great story to salvage it in from the depths of unoriginality. It was nice but it won't be deserving of any of the Game of, Game of the Year awards, even if it wins them. <laughs> I, again, I should point out, Vinny, your questions are a little bit harder. <laughs> Super yeah. vague. Super vague four? <laughs> uh, Dark Souls. Good guess. It's a no. Okay. Michael, would you like to step in and try? Steal? <gasps> oh! Fucking! You said good guess. Uh, Skyrim. Nothing. Skyrim's not no. even an RPG, right? Let's get that fucking no. down straight now. Skyrim is an RPG. It's an action adventure game with RPG elements, and I will die on that hill. Yeah, but it's all about. It's a fantasy game. That's the same as Dark Souls. Every game's kind of a fantasy game, isn't it? <laughs> what? Yeah. Why not Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one? <laughs> yeah. That's gritty. <laughs> That's fucking real, mate. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. What was it? It's Super Mario Galaxy. Oh. Sick. Oh. <laughs> Are mine all Nintendo themed and his all fucking standard lad games? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I literally went through and was like, lad game, Michael. Nerd game, V-Dog. I'm going to go early with mine and say, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is from Jakob Psycho. Psycho. Psycho? Anyway, super simple story that makes no sense. A shoot 'em up with vehicle. Only feature worth mentioning as co-op play. Would never buy this game. Got it free with my blank. Oh, I know what this is. Do you? I think I do. Got it free. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, right, he drives a car, shoot 'em up, story. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Name any game. <laughs> Name any game. <laughs> The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> that came free with some stuff, didn't it? <laughs> it's got guns in it. <laughs> the Last of Us. No, V Dog. Do you want to try and steal? Um, actually, I don't know if this came with the console, but I'm just gonna go with like Halo Three. Oh, it was Halo One Combat Evolved. Oh, Halo oh. One. Is the kid mad? Super simple story, mate. That's They're the... all terrible reviews of great games. Like get over it. Yeah, <laughs> like the Halo lore, which if you if you Every get into time, I was like, I can't comprehend <laughs> it's the whole bit. Combat Evolve's fantastic. I love Combat Evolve's fucking amazing, boy. Mate, Blood Gulch. What a fucking map. Jesus. Although Christ. the library level on Halo Evolved <laughs> is fucking long. <laughs> I never got past it. <laughs> it's the same thing again and again. It's long as shit. It's not good, yeah. Rocket flood. Oh, God. One of the reviews that I didn't put in because I thought it was obvious was just, once the flood happens, the game's broken and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they're the not first, lying. Like, the first flood level true. is great, though. But, yeah, the library's not. Yeah, the library's not. Right, so, V-Dog, this is yours. Mm -hmm. This is from Hanson1981. Hello, Hanson. 
Hello, handsome. I think, V-Dog, I think you might get this one. Long, empty rooms, long, empty landscapes, easy tasks, uninteresting story, plastic heroes, lack of narrative. Oh, oh, Dr. Freeman. Ah, Dr. Freeman. Wow. This is you, Dr. Freeman, question mark. Boring game, cure for insomnia. I don't recommend this game. (laughs) Yeah, you kind of gave it away with the the, the Freeman part. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hopefully you fucking did, because unless it's like you've thrown me through a loop here, but I'm going to go with Half-Life 1. Oh, I can only give you the one point. It's Half-Life 2. I would have said Half-Life 2, definitely. Yeah. Ah, it's 50-50. Yeah. So, the tiebreaker. Right, this is a buzzing situation. Okay. My buzz is going to be this. Stop! <laughs> I hate that so much. I hate that noise so much. <laughs> anyway, blank is nothing more than a gigantic, boring, repetitive map with small pockets of vaguely interesting mythology scattered here and there. Stop! Skyrim. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> How did you not get that, V-Dog? You were riffing on it like two seconds ago. Oof, oof, oof. Oof, oof, oof. Michael? You are the winner, winner, chicken dinner of Kids Trivial Pursuit. Yay! <laughs> Yay! With that done and out of the way, Michael, can you make this a Queen's Sweep? So, Morkel, tell me what you think is the greatest games console of all time and try to convince me that it's not your mum. Right, well... The personal computer was invented in... (laughs) I knew you were going to make that joke. I literally knew you were going to make that joke. (laughs) Right. The PlayStation was released on the 3rd of December 1994 in Japan. And considering this was Sony's first ever game console, it really couldn't have gone any better. After consoles like the Atari Jaguar and the 3DO failed to take home consoles away from boring old baby cartridges and onto CDs the future the PlayStation was able to swoop in and deliver that change in stunning fashion it successfully managed to wrestle the title of console king away from Nintendo and Sega in the late 90s the PlayStation was undoubtedly the best console on the market at the time and is now the fifth best selling in history, a great and vast library of games which were cheaper to produce and buy, along with third-party support, really did make the PlayStation unbeatable. So how do you top a console like that? Well, obviously, with not the fifth best-selling console. Well, obviously, with the best-selling console of time. It's the PlayStation 2, boys. <laughs> PlayStation 2, the PS2 for us cool kids. It was released on the 4th of March 2000. The PlayStation 2 has gone on to sell over 155 million units, which, as I said, is the most ever. Some other stats for you. The PS2 library has over 4,000 games, which I was like, no. So then I scrolled along the list and I like was scrolling for about 1,000 years and I was like, yeah, fair enough, probably got about 4,000 there. And they've sold, collectively, one and a half billion copies. Jesus Christ. They even released a PS2 Slim version in 2004, which was awesome. And in fact, even after the PlayStation 3 was released in 2006, 
the PlayStation 2 was so fucking good and popular, it was still being sold until 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only three years before the PS3 was completely discontinued in 2016. That's how good it was. But that's enough of the stats. That's enough XG and XGA and PSXG. PS. Push up, push up, the dog. Oh, sorry, we lost connection there. Oh, you're back, I think. <laughs> but to back up the stats, what made the PS2 so good? Well, it wasn't just a cutting-edge console with the best graphics around. It was actually a multimedia and multifunctional console. As well as playing games, you could also watch DVDs and access the internet. Now, sounds a bit silly, but this is the year 2000, and being able to watch DVDs on a console was a pretty new thing and pretty ridiculous. Back in those days, like, I still had a video player. DVDs hadn't actually been around that long. You know, DVD players were massive and really expensive. And what you had in pretty much every living room, other than Seb's, was, um, you know, a massive television. Not because you were rich, because they were just fucking enormous. And they had these huge boxes on the back. CRT. Yeah, yeah. And it was on a massive stand, because in that stand you had to fit your video player, your video recorder, your fucking... If you had a game console, your little cable box and all the cables fucking everywhere. What the PlayStation 2 tried to do was just reduce a little bit of that clutter and just put a few of those things into one box so you could get a PlayStation 2 and bin off the DVD, bin off the video player, all that stuff, which is exactly what consoles aim to do now. If you buy a new console, you don't need a smart TV, you can watch apps, you don't need a DVD player, you don't need any of that shit. You can just do it on your console. And it sort of started with things like the PlayStation 2. It's funny that because when I when I looked up is a PC a gaming console, it said no because gaming consoles are exclusively for playing games. And I thought about it, and consoles nowadays do everything right. They just yeah, you can surf the internet, you can like go on Netflix. Like surely there's not really much different between those and PCs nowadays. I mean, you could you can't exactly like you can't browse the web. You can't like go on Amazon and buy something or like you can. I can download the Amazon app on my Xbox Series S. No, but does it have, like, a browser? Yeah, it's got Edge. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, so it's just a PC. It's basically like a computer, yeah. It's 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 a bit weird. Like, I remember when the Xbox One came out, everyone was like, this is just a fucking computer, mate. This is shit. We want to play games. It has, like, blurred the line a little bit, hasn't it? It is a bit strange. Hmm. My Series S doesn't even have a disk drive because it's online only and it uses, like, Game Pass and stuff, so it's even more like a PC, I guess. Can I change my pick to the PC if that counts then, Sebek, please? No, because it doesn't count. I, I would have counted PC anyway, but no! you didn't... You didn't Hell it. no! Hell no! <laughs> I feel like it's cheating to pick the PC. It wasn't so. invented to play games with, was it? It was invented to do other shit. To browse porn. That's true. So you've got a two-in-one baby, you've got a DVD player, and you've got a game console. Now, talking about controllers, Vinny, PlayStation True Controller is a fucking classic. It's an absolute le classic. It is basically unchanged in, like, 20 years. Since DualShock 2 came out, it has, like, the PlayStation 5 controller is a little bit different, but not much. The PlayStation 4 controller is basically exactly the same as the PlayStation 2 controller. Like, the formula just works perfectly. It fits in your hand. It's got four shoulder buttons, two analog sticks, four buttons, you know, D-pad. It is perfection. And at the time, even more so, because the, the two rivals to the PlayStation 2 were the GameCube, this big, weird thing, and then the Xbox controller, which is literally the biggest thing ever. The biggest thing ever invented is the original Xbox controller. People forget how big it is. It's nicknamed the Duke. Andre the Giant's hands were too small. 
to hold the Xbox controller, right? It was absolutely enormous. So the controller is just... Perfection. Another amazing thing that the PlayStation 2 incorporated, which unfortunately does shit all over classic games consoles because they couldn't do this, is backwards compatibility, baby. So historically, with games consoles and cartridge ones especially, the cartridge is specifically designed to fit in the console. You can't backwards compatibility a SNES with an NES. You can sort of with some of them. Some of the Sega consoles, you could buy like add-ons for like another $300 that you could like stick your Sega into a Sega converter and then you could fucking jam the thing in the thing and it would work and all this stuff. But you had to spend way more money just to play your old games or you just had to have two consoles. But with the PlayStation 2, it was simple. You just get your PS1 game and you just put it in your PS2. So either you had a PS1 and you wanted to upgrade and you're like, well, I I still love playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Well, that's fine. I'll just put it in my PlayStation 2. Or you get a PlayStation 2 having never had a PS1 and you can borrow all your mates' PS1 games. Happy days. You've got basically more than 4,000 games now. You can just play whatever you want, which is sick. And modern gaming has actually been criticized for... St- straying away from that a little bit too much like with modern xboxes they weren't backwards compatible so what they had to do was create game pass and port all the xbox 360 games to an online server to be able to play them on the thing for money and everything else and everyone was like this is fucked bro like i why should i have to buy a whole nother console but back in the day that's exactly what you did before the mighty playstation 2 yeah, it it really pisses me off because we've got a PS4 upstairs and I thought for the longest time that it was backwards compatible with PS3 games. Turns out it's fucking not, the bastards. And I, I, I just want to play Demon's Souls. It's like, is that too much to ask? <laughs> exactly, but that's why the PlayStation 2 came in and was like, no, mate, don't worry. It was like a little friendly shot tap on the back, like, don't worry, bruv. We understand, like, you know, you spent a lot of money on your PS1 library and you want to you wanna continue playing it, so don't worry about it, you can. Now, the PlayStation 2 also did some pretty cool, innovative shit in gaming that people do forget about. And modern gaming now has taken a hell of a lot from the PlayStation 2. Number one, the first thing I want to mention, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero was released on the PlayStation 2 exclusively in 2005 and is an absolute banger of a game. <laughs> no one's in the heart, no one laughed. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't understand what the joke What's was. What's the joke? Banger, like you play bangers on it because it's a Guitar Hero songs, bangers. It's a, ba- it's a banger oh, of a game. Oh, joke. no, that's oh. not a joke. That's not even a play on words. Oh, sorry. Well, anyway, Guitar Hero is a banger of a game. We disqualify them <laughs> based on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm tempted. That actually was quite painful to listen to. Can I just say, when I wrote it, I didn't intend that, but as I read it, I was like, huh. You bang dog. Wink, I was wink. like, you devious dog, you got it. <laughs> you devious dog. <laughs> it's a banger of a game, right? Where you play a real, in quotation marks, controller guitar to play guitar, which is just fucking awesome. You stand up, you've got a guitar in your hand, you're tapping the buttons. Blah, 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 blah. We all love it. Like, we've played it together. Me and Vinny played it together like an absolute bunch. Seb, we played the modern version of it at my old gaff. I mean, it is, it is phenomenal. It's like, so it fun. Is, it's so fun. And it really does make you think that you can play the guitar when you can't. Yeah. And, and the other thing is as well is like, it's just a great game and it's really actually hard to do. Like, I think people who can 100% through the fire and flames at like times five speed on Guitar Hero 3 are probably better guitarists than a lot of real guitarists. No, you can't That's say not that. true at all. 
That, no, 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 no. That's not true like, at it's all. Insane. That's, that's, no, no, that's no, a Vinny, lie. No. Vinny, you've never played the guitar, so don't worry about it. They are they are ridiculous. Right. These guys, right? Just watch their YouTube. It's actually quite funny because I remember me and my brother begging my parents to get us Guitar Hero Three, and the main selling point we had was that it would get me into playing guitar. And I was like, right, yeah, I'll just, I'll, if I play this game, it'll be like playing guitar, and they'd be like. Yeah, you know what? That sounds like, you know, education or whatnot. Yeah. I didn't fucking learn shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's nothing like playing a real guitar. Nothing. No. <laughs> and, you know, Guitar Hero went to go on and inspire fucking DJ Hero, Rock Band, Band Hero, all these other ridiculous games. Now you could got full fucking drum sets and all this other shit. And it all started on the Humble PlayStation 2. Another musical trend that it started was something called SingStar. Oh, what a, what a game. There you go. So, and here's another thing I just wanted to mention then. We were talking about how cool, like, you know, the Wii is for being a party console. PlayStation 2 was like the best of both worlds. You could do party shit like SingStar, Guitar Hero, and also just sit and play called FIFA by yourself. It was great. Vinny, you would have fucking loved SingStar because I don't know if you remember this, but you had the Xbox version called Lips and you took it so fucking seriously. It was unbelievable, my dude. Like, I would come over and, like, just try and play the game, like, ah, but I'm not a professionally trained singer. And Vinny would be like, you're fucking shit. You need to hit the notes. You're like, what are you doing? This is not how you, you're singing in the wrong key, Mork. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it's like going up to the thing because I'm going, ah, and he does the thing. And he's like, no, Mork, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't fun. It was you, not by fun the to way, play that game. No, 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 you bastard. <laughs> I still hold such a grudge about this as well, you bastard. What? There was a thing where, like, there were multiple, um, like, it was like categories you could go into and if you did enough of a different like action so if you like clapped the mic a bunch it'd give you a score but it would also increase your like entertainer level Mm. but there were like different types of levels and one of them that i was so close to getting was like the good one where it was basically like an actual good singer like that was like i was that was the rank i was getting into but then you, you bastard, you kept on spamming the fucking clap thing and it just kept on, like increasing my entertainment XP <laughs> and I just got entertainment and you can't go back. You're like, once you're on one yeah, track, you're stuck. You you're stuck there forever. <laughs> you fucker, you ruined my lip safe. <laughs> yeah, I was annoyed because I was like, you're t- why are you taking this so seriously? Like, you know, you're usually so chill and you're like, Mork, you fucking get in, get in tune, Mork. And I'm like, oh, shit. I just like clapping the mic. He puts his hands in the air. It's cool. <laughs> Mate, I was not chill at video games when I was like 15. That's, that's nah, a lie. <laughs> that's a big lie. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so SingStar was wicked. Now, here's the best. Here's, here's the best and coolest thing that um, it, it created. And that is a little gadget called iToy. <laughs> that thing's fucking terrible. <laughs> that What's the iToy? The iToy. You know what the iToy is? The item was fucking sick. It, it was, was like so a camera bad. that you attached onto your PlayStation. It wasn't that bad. And what this was, was like an early precursor to like VR or like the Wii or Kinect on Not Xbox. VR. It was definitely a precursor to Kinect on Xbox and probably the Wii as well. Kinect wasn't good. Kinect was one of the most over-engineered shit shows I've ever seen. You know, they still use Kinect cameras in like robotics because they're so well-engineered but just not at all good for gaming. Yeah. Well, but they're phenomenal for, like, creating a 3D environment and for, like, being able to, like, render whole, like... You see them used in, like, the medical space, but just not on games consoles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the iToy was the, was the first version of that. It, it created that. It was literally a camera where you saw yourself on the screen and you're, like, punching ninjas away and shit like that. 
And in 2003, let me tell you, it was mind-blowing. It was, it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was like fucking the future. Now, finally, I mentioned over 4,000 games. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to go through all of them. No, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> but no, there were obviously, out of 4,000, there were quite a few fucking brilliant ones. GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas. It started the Ratchet and Clank game series, which is one of my all-time favourites. If you've never played it, the first three are, are genuine gaming 3D platformer masterpieces. They are so fucking good. Play them. Play them, play them, please. It also started the God of War franchise as an exclusive. Ratchet and Clank was also the one it started as an exclusive. Shadow of the Colossus. SXX Trixie Seb. Oh, the game The game we were playing the other day and we were fucking shy. No at. idea what to do, yeah. <laughs> Soul Calibur. We've played that at your house as well before. That's a great game. Very fun. Prince of Persia, Tony Hawk's Underground, and, Seb, as you quite rightly reminded me, Need for Speed Underground and Need for Speed Underground 2, baby, riders on the storm. (laughs) The list is endless, but seriously, some of the best games ever made come out on the PlayStation 2. So my conclusion is the best-selling video game console of all time. It had an immensely big and amazing library. Online and local multiplayer, third-party support, it introduced stuff like Guitar Hero and iToy, which inspired gaming of the future. And most importantly, it was the console of choice for icon and friend of the show, Chris Chan. He loves the PlayStation. He hates the Hexbox. iToy, yeah boy. (laughs) I'm done. Also, I can't believe you didn't you didn't say, but I think it was the last game ever released for the PS2 was FIFA 15, and it was the only game to ever get released on three generations of consoles. It was on the PS2, it was on the PS3, and it was on the PS4. I had it on the PS4, holy shit. But the thing is, I bet it was ass on the PS2. Oh, yeah. You had FIFA 10 on um, 360, and I, ha- I didn't have a 360 at the time, so I bought it on PS2 for about a tenner. It was unplayable. It was, it was so <laughs> <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> like, the pitch was brown, not green, and I was like, what the fuck? Why are they moving so slow? I was like, they didn't have arena mode. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> it's fine on Xbox. I don't get it. But, yeah, PlayStation 2 is just, it's the fucking goat, let's be real. Well, thank you, Michael. That has left me with a lot to think about. On the one hand, I have recently gone into a bit of a retro gaming phase. And I have to say, I do love a lot of SNES games. I also have a little bit of a weird sort of achy nostalgia for a time that I never was really in, which is like the early 90s, like playing video games in my mum's basement in Massachusetts and eating corn dogs and like... (laughs) The good times. Your completely fake reality that you somehow have nostalgia for. Yeah, I know what you mean. Nostalgic for a time you never were in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The kind of, like, post-Stranger things era. Yeah. Like a bed sheet over your head and over the monitor while you play, like, Ghosts and Goblins. Like, oh my fucking god, this is yeah, the scariest exactly. shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but maybe that's just because back then the world was a bit smaller and there wasn't fucking porn and anime tits everywhere. <laughs> and I hadn't been completely fried by the world. Yeah. On the other hand, the PS2 is probably still the games console I have put the most hours into, both at my friends' houses and then when I was 
at least 16, my dad, who works in recycling, came back and said, someone dropped this off at the uh, computer recycling place and we don't know what to do with it. Do you want it? And it was a PS2 with a bunch of games and controllers and memory cards and stuff. And even at 16, I remember that very vividly and I still look back at it as one of the best gifts my dad has ever given me. That is an insane gift. I have to remember what I said before my thing with like, you're always going to look at those consoles you grew up with with the the best light. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, and I I totally agree with you on that one. I'm I'm trying to look at it objectively. I will say that from my perspective, before when 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 you said, "Oh, we're doing the greatest games console of all time," the first thing my head went to was PS2. It's the PS2. Mm. It's the mo. It's the best selling games console of all time. It's great, but wasn't a big part of that because it it was just cheaper than a dvd player so everyone just got it instead of a dvd player yeah 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 no it was yeah it was cheap yeah it was cheaper than dvd player and the ps3 was cheaper than a blu-ray player Mm. yeah right i need to make a decision yeah come on seb my decision is as follows v-dog you make such an excellent point we do look at the consoles that we played in rose tinted spectacles and we do look at them more favorably than game consoles that we've never played i've never played an snes However, I cannot argue with the hundreds of hours I put into Lego Star Wars, the original saga on PS2. Oh, I forgot about Lego Star Wars as well. At Thomas Martin's house. In fact, when I was at Thomas Martin's house, I've never told anyone this. (laughs) Genuinely. Yeah. I was about 10 years old and I was so invested in Lego Star Wars, the original saga, that rather than get up to go to the toilet... I pissed myself. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's so Not funny. deliberately, but I was I you got what you gotta imagine is I was this hippie kid. I didn't have a telly. I'd never been so engrossed in anything in my entire life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just didn't occur to me that I needed the toilet. Mm. And so I pissed myself. Dude, I do it all the time. I get ya. Well, on that <laughs> note, on that pissy note <laughs> V Dog, I really appreciate your pick but i just have to go with my heart and say that the greatest games console of all time is by far and away the playstation 2 the funny thing about that is when we were discussing on the car journey home i remember saying it's definitely the ps2 i'm picking the ps2 and then you were later on like no i'm gonna pick the ps2 like in text message and i was at that (laughs) that point i was like i came to the realization i shouldn't pick something i'd not played that much of yeah well here's the thing is instantly when you said it my mind always does the same thing and it was like i'm definitely not going to agree with you so i was like no it's not it's the xbox 360 but then all day that's why i messaged you because i was like oh, it's just not though it just is the playstation 2 i was like fuck it i'm gonna message it is him. A PS2. So i was like dude are you actually doing ps2 because if not i'm taking it i, I would have given it to you had you said but i was like I- i'm taking it because it just is it just is the fucking goat but to be fair i actually for once if Vin- if seb had if Vinny had one i wouldn't have been that mad because i fucking love the super nintendo as well and when Vinny was talking i was like or my nostalgia for, like, when I was a big retro gamer, I was like, oh, dad, it is fucking good. It is sick. Like, I do love that. So good. That stuff, that, like, age of that. But then, as I was talking about the PlayStation 2 again, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But nah, the PlayStation 2 is so fucking good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I don't know if either of you guys have, like, looked into, like, I today, while I was writing my intro, I looked into, like, the first generation of consoles, like, those original ones, mm, like, the... Odyssey. Um, like the Odyssey and stuff like that. And like even going up to like the NES and SNES, 
the technology involved in making those games is almost more mind-blowing to me than current gaming yeah because I, I know that sounds they, they mad. didn't have yeah. the, the stuff before then and like what's crazy is that there is a genuine one of the biggest revolutions in gaming is when they went from 8-bit to 16-bit yeah. and then to 32-bit yeah like that the was just wars. they were like how can we get more out of what we have yeah and that's all they had like to me that's just astonishing and i think it's like yeah especially when you think pong games like pong those pixels are interactable well, they're not pixels those things those <laughs> artifacts on the screen are interacting there's no code there that's physical wiring that's making that happen yeah yeah like that's just bonkers to me magic they are pretty crazy and then to think they went from like pong to the nes in like a very short space of time considering mm. how long it's gone from like nes to like fucking xbox 360 it's pretty nuts and also some of the get like when you're playing like n64 that's a really weird i play some emulated games on there and it's a really weird time where like you can a play 2d platformers that look very much like they could be from the snes or you can play a 3D game like Mario 64 or Ocarina of Time. Yeah. It's fucking bonkers yeah, that both weird. of those, like, like what always blows my mind is when I'm downloading my legally obtained emulated games, how fucking small the file sizes yeah. are. <laughs> how they fit all of that on there is insane. Yeah. Like, what did I download recently completely legally? It was something for the N64 that we played over the weekend. It was 6 meg. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Six meg. Mate, What's on six meg? A PlayStation Two memory card is eight megabytes. It blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. Well, on that note, uh, hang on. I've I've, I've got some interesting yeah stat stat time with Vinny. Stat time with Whoa, Vinny. Mate. Random end segment special extravaganza. Is it Christmas? No, it's not. It's stat time with Vinny. <laughs> 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 with Mork's win today, he is even with you, Sebek, on ten apiece. Right. Seb, that is bad for you, mate. And he's also even with me in our head to heads, six and six. Whoa. Oh shit. Yeah. Holy shit. So next time me and Vinny face off is for the belt. Yeah, it's it, yeah, 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 yeah. I've made a well, ve- sort for the battle. Can I just say, from the days of Gandalf, I've made a very strong comeback in the realm of ghosts. Mate, this is like because at one point it was is... like Vinny. Vinny had like nine wins. Seb had like six, and I had one. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you had like nothing <laughs> for a while. You had that one cod win, and that was it for a while. There we go. I finally got it. I finally cracked the code. To be fair, season two, you're up one, two, three, four, five, five already. I'm up one, two, three, four, five. Seb's up. Ah, just three. Gonna have to come back, Seb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're time for season two as well. Damn. I mean, it's not a competition, but if I do win, obviously I will celebrate. And on that note, it's time to end this show. Thank you, as always, to my two great friends and co-hosts. Thank you. No problem. Same time next week. Same time next week. Don't forget, if you want cool, exclusive content, head over to Patreon. If you want to help us make this show, Go over to Patreon or follow us on Instagram or just tell your mates. I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. Tell your mates. I know I keep saying it to you, tell you but actually do it. Mm. Have you done it yet? We're just gonna wait. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we should end the show. I guess 
I love you by. Yeah. I love you by. Where did love you by start from? I, I can't. I... I don't know, but you've got to do it. Yeah, when it feels of, weird. I mean, of course, I'm just wondering about the law, you know, when I write it down. But anyway, you know, for the documentary and shit. Uh, love you by.